Welcome to Internationals on Living in Holland, the podcast for internationals and expats about Dutch culture and manners with a focus on learning Dutch. This podcast is powered by Skillstown and STE languages. Welcome to Internationals on Living in Holland. My name is Merel Meijer. I'm a language teacher at STE Eindhoven. And today I speak with, well, you can introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Michael or Michal. Polish version is Michal, almost like Nihal, which means hello in Japan. Yeah, no, in Chinese. In Chinese. Yeah, hello, I'm Olmas from Lithuania. Welcome, welcome. Very nice to have you here. Um, let's have a chat about uh, your experiences in the beautiful Dutch language. It can be, be beautiful. It can be beautiful. Yes. Right. And when is it beautiful? What is beautiful in in, in terms of language? That's let's go directly to the topic. In the funny way. I like the way they make jokes. Yeah? Yes. Uh cannot say it back but I like the direct jokes about so I think it's fun and it's very hard to say it back to pronounce is difficult but to listen is I like it that's, that's interesting that you point that out because in our first conversation we uh, when I talked to Lori she said that she was in the beginning quite astonished by the rudeness of the Dutch jokes but you feel it the other way around that's that's nice yeah it's not that much different from my language and culture so we also make a lot of jokes but in, uh, here they use less filters they say the same things but more direct so that I like it it's you don't if you want something you just say directly don't go around that's what I like. There's not so much different. If we want to go from A to uh, C, we will pass B, but not go via F. Yeah. And and, and S. Straight to the point. Hop. There's a there's a word for that in Dutch. Did you know that? Recht door Z. Oh. It means directly to directly Z. through the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Weird Dutch words. And, and you? Well, uh, words in Dutch like schatje. Uh, it very sounds like I love you. Or ik hou van jou. It's very, it, it, it express love so much. It's so lovely and delightful. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, first time when a friend of mine called me schatje, I actually thought that she called me shit. <laughs> 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 I was like, what the? <laughs> oh, I, I hear that a lot, that the word for cute, schattig, doesn't sound cute no, at all. Not at all. <laughs> and so you agree? Yeah, it's it's almost like with German and a Schmetterling, for example. Oh, yeah, yeah the butterflies. <laughs> Everything sounds like, a, not, not really like in German, but more or less like sounds like a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> but are there words that you that you do like the way they sound? Yeah, I like, for example, hey, Junge. Junge. <laughs> Junge, yeah. We, I work with a 60-year-old man uh, named Leo, and I always call him, hey, Junge, come, come. <laughs> <laughs> or gezellig is a very nice word. And gezellig. really, gezellig is a very lo- nice word. Yeah, very interesting label as well. Yeah, and uh, 
Lekker kontje. Lekker kontje. For the record, you really wanted to say that. <laughs> Let's be very clear about that. <laughs> so, uh, now you've been learning Dutch for a while. Um, but let's let's go back. You um, you're from Poland. You're from uh, Lithuania. Lithuania. Yeah. I don't say that correct. Since when are you both in the Netherlands, Aramas? Since when? It's been five years. Five years. Five years and two weeks. Uh-huh. To be pre- precise. Yeah. And and you? Uh, it's gonna be like four and a half year, but it's. Uh, Four in four and a half year in a row. I was in Netherlands before for two three weeks, uh, like a quick jobs, and then I was going back to Poland. But four and a half year ago, I moved here for good. Okay, and wh- when did you do both decide to uh, to start to learn Dutch? Well, the moment that th- I decide to s- that I'm gonna stay here for a long and have no plan going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So from that, I knew that I have to learn Dutch, but I didn't put any effort for it. And now it just came opportunity from the work to get courses for free. And I thought, why not? That probably a good time to start and put some effort to learn that, especially it's helpful at work, career opportunities. And I think it just would be weird to not talk... Dutch if you're living here. Do you agree? Well, yeah, more or less same reason. My, but also my friends were pushing me to start learning Dutch as well because uh, yeah, you are here, you should talk Dutch, blah blah blah. And yeah, so so it's a it's like like Arima said, it's a good opportunity to finally do something about it, and maybe maybe <laughs> I start talking Dutch. Sounds un- unbelievable, unbelievable, yeah. Well, yes and no. <laughs> yes and no. It's, it sounds difficult because I don't have many opportunity to actually practice my Dutch. At wor- uh, most of the time I spend at work and at home, obviously. And at work we use English and Polish because there is a lot of Polish people working there. And at home I, I live with Polish people, so also not much, okay, not many occasions to, to speak actually Dutch. Is that the same for you? No. I think at work I have more opportunities to speak in Dutch but it comes that yeah when we want to say a point and you want to get the fastest I don't know you want to talk efficiently you don't come with your colleagues and talk about something else you just want to be straight yeah and it's work and then comes a lot of miscommunication and it's Seems to be in proper place to practice touch when you talk about work. But that's probably more comes from my side, not from my colleagues. <laughs> um, if it comes to um, oh, you said you were talking about the words you like, right? I mm-hmm. actually want to hear that from Aramas as well. The words that I like. Yeah, in Dutch. The most what's or funny or weird or yeah, I like mooi lekker. Yeah, uh, those for me just sounds very positive. It is. <laughs> yeah, most impression, most yeah that I can tell now left uh, how you say goodbye. It's yeah. How do doi do doi do Yeah, it sounds yeah also very joyful, and and it's yeah always nice to listen 
and hear how Dutch people say goodbye to each other. Yeah, it sounds very lovely. Yeah, you also have to when you say how do you can also say how do eh? How do how do how do yeah? And did you also? Uh, I think it was one of you about the young, 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 young. Was that you? I like that swearing. Yeah, oh, that's swearing ex- expression. I like. Yeah, it's not really yeah, swearing. Yeah, it's nice. It's <laughs> quite. It's quite innocent to say. Yeah, it was very confusing in the beginning when I start first work. They always been using this, and I was like, "What does it mean?" Yeah, no one can tell you what it yeah, means. Yeah, exactly. Young. Yeah, you can say "jonge jonge" or "jonge jonge," and it. Well, yeah, there are different occasions to use that. When it starts, it starts to rain. Jonge jonge, disappointment and a bit frustration, or you have a. I just bought a lovely car and you show it to me and I say, Jonge jonge, then I'm <laughs> impressed. Yeah. Many, many ways. Dutch culture. You came four and a half years ago to the Netherlands, right, Michal? Yeah. Um, what, yeah. what do you remember from these first days? First days? Well, uh, I have. I, I can talk about like two times when I have first time in Netherlands. Because yeah. first time was when I arrived here for like three weeks. Mm. And then first time when I actually came here to live and work properly so first my f- first first impression was very nice because uh, I ended up in Nijmegen again we have oh, a yes. <laughs> Nijmegen <laughs> and that's where I met my friends it was like seven eight years ago I think and uh, we still have contact after so many years she I was in Netherlands she visited me in Poland as well and now we are still in contact and it was very positive because uh, after work she took us for a trip uh, in Nijmegen and uh, we end up in park smoking joints having beers really and nice. just enjoying time and uh, i have really nice memories from that moment and second first time when we when when i arrived it was also very positive because i was uh, very lucky with accommodation actually uh, yeah, I was, uh, of course, wh- wh- I started with Eitzen Bureau uh, and I was lucky enough to have a nice house and there was only one couple living there. So I was with my ex-girlfriend at that time. Uh, so there were two Polish couples and really huge uh, house with garden in a remote area. It was, uh, if I recall, it was the mortal uh, nearby Vechel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. so it was... Ve- uh, forest nearby, very calm uh, neighborhood, very nice. A part of our neighbor upstairs who had uh, some uh, band rehearsals every week. So every week, 9 p.m., drums, guitars. But it was fine, you know, because <laughs> I also play music loud. So that was fine. And everything was different. Everything was maybe not shocking, but uh, everything was like I had to get used to many things because they are m- much different than here in Netherlands. Like what? Like what? Like, for example, uh, people are much nicer. That's surprising. They just and say hi, yeah, on the street. <laughs> they just, yeah, you just walk and they just look at the person and instead of asking, do you have any problem and try to start, <laughs> f- start fight, they say hi. 
or they just they people are just very talkative they they just start to talk to random people on the street just because you know like yeah. uh yeah, two days ago i was uh, on a walk with uh, with dogs and there was this lady and she just told me where i can do the uh how you call it the prick prick for dogs really cheap or uh, or where i can take my dogs when they are sick for oh, really you low are, you are dog I, i was sorry i was confused why do you want a, a prick for a dog but yeah, you have for your dog okay yes <laughs> <laughs> so stuff like this or uh, the other day i was just walking i have uh, on 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 my leg i have a star tattoo from mario game and all of a sudden this guy walks with his dog and he says Oh, nice, and this is my dog. Her name is Zelda, and Zelda is another game from Nintendo consoles. <laughs> so, just like this, you know, people are nicer. I, I know, now I know that it's just on the, like, uh, on the top they are nice, and on the bottom they think something else, probably. <laughs> But still, it doesn't matter, because it's much nicer, and it's actually a kind of relief from Poland, where I feel much more stressed when walking on the street. Really? Yes, here that. here I feel much better. People are nicer, people are smiling. I'm not afraid of leaving my car open on the street because uh nothing is gonna go missing probably, hopefully. Actually, I left my car with uh, w- windows wide open for a night many times because I just forgot to close it and the car was in the place where it was uh in the morning so <laughs> it's i f- i feel much better about it so that that that's kind of that kind of things or um uh, me- m- medical treatment is much different actually i have to say but it's a little bit better to be healed in poland than here uh, why do you say why do you think that because first of all because of the insurance and uh, in poland you have public health care So you wait longer, but if if anything happens to you, they gonna actually help you. Uh, and on the other hand, here friend of mine, she had an accident on a bike the other day, and she unfortunately she didn't have her insurance, and uh, ambulance took her to the hospital, and she had to wait in the uh, waiting room until we came and we paid for her. So she was left alone, bleeding in the waiting room, and they waited until we pay for her, really? and then she started to help her in a Katarina hospital. Oh, it's a different. We have a different. But hey, parties. 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 Parties are much bigger here. <laughs> and actually, I was I was uh, lucky enough. That's also one of my impressions after I came to Netherlands. I was lucky enough. It was 25th birthday of Thunderdome. And I, I think that many people know what Thunderdome is. It's uh, You don't know. I do. You I do. do. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I was almost disappointed. <laughs> Because it's also shocking that I heard a lot that you go to Netherlands and everybody dance haka, everybody knows what Gabri is or Haber. I, uh, no. Yeah, and, but at my work, nobody listened to it. I'm like... Where are you people? But then w- twenty are hiding. Yeah, they are hiding. But then twenty fourth it was like my second week in Netherlands, I think. Twenty fourth fifth birthday of Thunderdome. And my I w- my mind exploded like my everything my, my perception on parties just changed completely after that because it was so huge, so much money put into it and the music was so good. Uh 
I was shocked and still I cannot find as good party as that one was. So <laughs> I'm my life my life is a little bit more sad now. <laughs> <laughs> sad boy mode on. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but uh, parties are awesome and yeah. Yeah. So organization of of everything every event is much better than taking care of not uh, such a long queues if you want to buy beer it's high uh, I don't know entrancey you don't have to stay for uh, ages to get somewhere it's really much better organized than in Lithuania or Poland I don't know I'm I'm not gonna talk about big parties in Poland because uh, no let's not I don't really <laughs> no I don't really attend uh, like paid parties festivals in Poland because I prefer more underground music and scene summarize it first impressions people are nicer yep um what else the parties are better parties are bigger medical system <laughs> let's let's not go there <laughs> and a lot of vegetarian food because oh. i'm a vegetarian and it's actually so easy to be vegetarian or vegan that's, in netherlands that's, that's that's true yeah i love it and uh, that that i can relate to and when we go uh, to your experiences Aromas, and the f- door the differences between your country and the netherlands yeah well actually that's bicycles all right that's but that's why i choose this country to come really? here yeah honestly yeah once i was uh with my family on vacation yeah and we drove over netherlands and i was uh 16 years old yeah and i was amazed i liked bikes all the time and i was just amazed how many bikes there are when you see <laughs> the big building and the just uh, thousands hundreds of bikes that's standing so good roads and when came time uh, afterwards and i wanted to leave my country i was choosing choosing because i could go anywhere i want mm-hmm. so Oh yeah, Netherlands, bike country. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go there. <clears throat> and yeah, I came up here since since I first week I got my first bike. Yeah. Classical Dutch bike, Omafiets. No Omafiets. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, and I st- still have now uh, like three bikes. Yeah. Three different time spending if you go to the city, if you go sport. So that's a big difference is the bikes in my country bikes and street is just not possible. <laughs> it's you're gonna be hit it very quickly. And yeah. There's, there's probably no infrastructure for not bicycles. at all. Well, now city is really trying to yeah. motivate people but it's it's not that easy. Here is like a deep roots of of, of bicycle and then everybody accepts that. I like organization. I like I like how clean it is, the infrastructure of buses, and just if people want a day party in city, next day everything is clean. So in my country is not that's that true. Well. That's true. It's very clean on the streets. Yeah. But you know, I think that people here in Netherlands are a bit spoiled, because. As as far as I noticed, everybody knows that everything gonna be cleaned after them. That's true. That's, That's why they just 
that's the that's the bad side of parties actually because everybody drops uh, beer cups on the ground and sometimes there was one party where you had to just uh, like a big sea of cups and you mm-hmm. had to pass it it was so disgusting <laughs> so and everybody's used that they're just gonna drop it on the floor and it somebody comes and up. pick it up yeah. yeah but is it a bad problem yeah if you make a uh, space and time for parties and you organize that after that is gonna be cleaned why you should worry about that because you it's nice your party you don't need to handle garbage because it's nice to give people habits of cleaning after themselves yeah but, but they don't because apparently they don't clean up after people in in your countries oh yeah in Poland it's one huge mess it's getting better but there are some habits people have like throwing huge piles of trash to the woods Oh, so that's just terrible, yeah. You go disgusting. green forest, you're walking, walking, and just a big pile of garbage. It's really? Like, yeah. Because you have to pay, if you if you have a full trailer of garbage, you have to pay if you want to do it in proper way. So people just dump it in forest. Dutch cuisine. So what did we discuss? Words. Words. Differences. Bicycles. Bicycles and the uh, white uh, kitchen options. <laughs> what? White kitchen <laughs> yeah, options? Not, yeah, I was surprised. And <laughs> this is interesting. Yeah, how can you survive on such food? Only you have a. It seems like you don't have your own food or don't really into making it for yourself. It's yeah, and yet Dutch people are slim. Yeah, that's so weird. And junk you food, junk food you. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> junk food everywhere. That's true. You feel you only eat uh, broches, sandwiches, no. and fritjes. <laughs> fritjes special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the impression you have. Dutch yeah. people eat broches. <laughs> My friend of mine is delivering frites to the to the uh, restaurants, and he told me the amount he delivers every day, and it's like. Hundreds of kilograms yeah. every day, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of of fridges. It's already cut. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's it's huge. It's huge. And I met him yesterday. He's so slim now. He was good, builded man, but now he's like a tiny little. Oh. Yes, he lost a, a lot of weight because of this work. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> of carrying a lot of potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't eat frietjes a lot, for example. But then I only have me as an example. I eat that maybe twice a year. So that's yeah, but you have uh, the how you call them the bus tr- trucks that are they're delivering Frit food, car, yeah. freight cars, or for example, and then they are they stand on corners when there is like a flow mark of anything like this, you know. Yeah, where people gathering, you also yeah. have a. Place and then you have fritjes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think we also eat other things or not? <laughs> Stampot. <Yeah>, Stampot. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing I know, actually. <laughs> Stampot and fritjes. And erted soup, yeah? Erted soup. But you like that or not? Yeah, very much. I made it by myself and, yeah, it's a good food. Uh, Easy to make it. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so that you like? Yeah, but the thing is, when you ask Dutch person, it was at my first workplace... I said, yeah, I was freshly here. I said, I want to try Dutch food. What do you eat? What's your culture food? Good question. He started to think, and then he looked at me and said, Fritkes. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so and then I, s I asked him to name some food and he was really struggling to do so. So this is not that popular here, yeah, Dutch food for Dutch people. Well, there is, I think we forgot a lot of our food heritage. Yeah. Because there is. And on the other hand, we, we adopt a lot of uh, foreign... From Suriname. Yeah, no, but uh, I, if I recall well, the first printed or written Dutch cookbook was a copy of an Italian one, somewhere in 17 or 1600. So, well, that's well, that's an, an Italian copy. So we we use a lot of foreign influences in our kitchen, um, and then we we tend to forget our own, maybe yeah. because th there is. I have an, a very nice book about. Um, the Dutch cuisine, <laughs> <laughs> which is not pannenkoek and stampot. It's not only food. Oh we, the other the other day we talked about folk dance, right? Oh yes. It also looks forgotten, yeah, not but cultivated. Well, but we we googled it and now we know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, I find it nice, but I'm a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, I was dancing in a Poland in folk dance ensemble for 12 years, so uh, my point of view is a little bit crooked when it comes to folk dances because I, ju I just enjoy all of them. Yeah, but I saw them and they were really nice. Dutch manners. Anything you would like to share about your Dutch experience? Dutch experience. Dutch, your Dutch way of life. I don't have Dutch way of life, I think. You have to make an appointment to meet your friend. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's something was weird for me. <laughs> or it just comes with age. Maybe we are just old. No, they, uh, they have full calendar of planet stuff. That In toilet. That's <laughs> true. For the birthdays. <laughs> you never forget a birthday. <laughs> you live in the Netherlands. <laughs> it's true. We all have a calendar on the toilet. It's true. A birthday calendar. Oh, the afspraak, afspraak maken. Yeah. Is it always the case that you have to make an appointment to meet friends? It's you not your plan. Yeah, you plan in the you plan week before that. Like you know that what you're gonna do for for the weekend. You uh -huh. ask for in Monday. Then oh, I'm gonna meet friend. For us, more, more if you make some party or birthday, then yeah, of course you plan in the front. But usually meeting your friends. It's just a uh, improvising thing, like oh, More I have spontaneous. Not, yeah, spontaneous. You have nothing to do, then you just type your friend. Let's meet. Yeah, let's meet. Well, that's actually yeah. true. That's what I do as well. Yeah, it's always like this. You, if you have nothing to do, then you're just looking for activities, and yeah. Maybe that does come with age as well. I think maybe you're right, because as a teenager, a long time ago, <laughs> I can't, I can't remember that we. I could just drop by. Yeah, you know, but I, I I'm sorry to say that, but <laughs> when <laughs> now the hurting comes, <laughs> I don't take it personal. But I, there was no Facebook, probably yeah, no phones <laughs> and stuff that's, like this, so it was true. much different. I still but remember we, we did have a phone, but not a mobile phone. Not that's a mobile. I'm not phone. that old. Well, I when I was younger, I didn't have a phone at home. Really? No. So I, when I was like eight, seven, nine, whatever, just early age, I remember going to friends and then their parents tell me they are not at home. 
for example. I even remember one time when I w went to my friend and I figured out that he's on vacation and he's going back after two weeks. So <laughs> stuff like this, oh. you know, you couldn't plan it and you didn't know. You just go and uh, you're lucky or not. Yeah, just checking or you just meet friends outside. Yeah, or there stay. was just one particular place where everybody meet and yeah. you knew that you can always meet someone there. Yeah, that yeah that that we had as well. But, but I think it was easier without phones still. Probably, but when I think about my brother has two uh, teenage uh, children, they they don't plan it as as much as because I I always make fun of it the afspraak maken because it's not that we do it all the time. But on the other hand, yeah, we do. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, just laughs> be honest. Yeah. yeah, just trying to arrange something with uh, more than three friends. That's terrible. Yeah, it is. Just dinner, just dinner. It takes weeks. And then, okay, it's now it's May. So we will probably have an appointment around Christmas. But then you have to cancel because it's Christmas. So then it's probably somewhere around April. Yeah. So that's, I don't really know. It's actually interesting to dive into. I, I I play with uh, friends. One is from Amersfoort, and three of them are from uh, Amsterdam. Yeah, and we are invited to play in radio in Eindhoven in Rara Radio. Yeah, and making everybody like making the date to fit everybody is almost impossible. We already try for three months, I think, and now uh, what now the the, the or organizer. Uh, gave me another date, and again we cannot do it because this time I'm not in Netherlands at all because <laughs> I'm I'm playing in Poland. So it's really, really, really hard to or make a party. With next next in two weeks I play in in Lithuania apparently, and also I go there with my friends and just making making it possible for everybody to go. It was. <sighs> Such a, such an effort. It's really <laughs> a mission impossible. It's, it but is. That's, that's it is. something you really have to plan. But with friends, it, it's... It's still difficult. People have lives, especially after yeah. Corona. It's uh, a little bit more difficult. Well, How I see before it... Before Corona, it was also the case, to be honest. I don't but remember what was two years ago. Of course, we have <laughs> work. We have... Lives. lives. We've had lives. Now we don't have lives. It's not that we cannot visit friends spontaneously. That is still possible. <laughs> <But it's> <laughs> they say. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Maybe, well, oh, as you said, everything is very well organized in the Netherlands. Maybe because of that. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure to speak to you. Thank, Thank you very you. much indeed. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast and hope to catch you next time.